Hi, you've reached Charlie. I can't come to the phone right now, but if you leave your name and number, I'll get back to you. So leave it at the tone. Hi, hi, Charlie. It's uh, Joel. You know your brother from the from the podcast. Um, I was just calling to see if you wanted to talk or or rec- maybe record a podcast in the yeah, near future. Joel, Joel, Joel. I'm, I'm, I'm here. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Oh, you broke into your own recording. Yeah, I broke in. I was just screening my call. That's a thing that you used to have to do. Why would you have to screen your calls? Oh, because they were just answering machines, and you you didn't know who was calling. Back in the real old days, like, a, hey, let me try to tell you something, hey. Yeah, the real old days, like 1999. 99. Well, how you yeah, been? What? How you been, buddy? I've been partying like it's 1999. Have you? Only according to Prince. Well. You wearing nope, any? that's it. I'll see you later. No. Uh, <laughs> well, that's enough music discussion for today. That's enough music. We, we, said, <laughs> we said the word Prince. That's enough music discussion for us today. Yeah. Uh, how are you? I'm uh I'm good. I'm busy, very very busy. Seeing some seeing some concerts though. I'm seeing some comedy. You know, re- regular job I gotta say gets in the way a little bit, but. Yeah, that's understandable. It happens. It, it happens to everybody. But um, I'm seeing some. Why, why do you think these podcasts are so uh, <laughs> sporadic and only uploaded like once or twice uh, a month? What like four coming out at one time? Yeah. Oh. All three. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, real oh. life, get in the way. Uh, so what's new? Well, the Super Bowl was recently, as of when we're recording this. Yeah? There was a lot of backlash to that Maroon 5 performance. Ooh, we can talk about music. Want to talk about music? Briefly. Uh, I wanted to love her, but I don't think she's going to be loved. Well, I should say boxer briefly. That was all he was wearing by the end of it. Somebody had already thought of it, but I'm gonna. What? Getting Pennsylvania tattooed on your stomach? Right. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna tell it as of when I thought of it in the bathroom at work today. Okay. Um, the bathroom at work. Got it. Adam Levine looked like a Chipotle manager. True. That's a good joke. True, but it had already been thought of. Mashable was on top of it. I think uh, Chipotle even retweeted it. Mashable, Mashable tweeted that out. You saw all the f- things about the Maxwell saying... didn't tweet it out. They found the story and oh, tweeted it. Nice. You saw all the things about saying that that shirt looked like like the one person said the shirt looked like their their throw pillow on their couch. The other right. person said the thro- the he's like is she we- is, is he wearing my curtains and it's like a picture yeah. of the curtains. By the end, we were like, what shirt? Right. Threw it in the audience. Check it out. But don't forget, he was playing music. As Travis Scott floated away. Travis Scott. Um. Uh, big boy, right? Yeah, I didn't realize it was big boy, and, and I didn't know who, I didn't know who I was looking at. I was like, oh, I recognize him, but I don't, I can't place where he is. And apparently, everybody knew big boy was gonna be there. I had no idea. I don't like that they were driving a car on the field. I'm like, get that car off the field, jeez. Yeah, they're gonna have tire tracks all over the field. Ruin the AstroTurf. It's okay. They weren't playing a game. They weren't playing a game. They... I know. Was was there a game happening? Yeah. I, I I didn't see one. We couldn't answer. We had. We were. I was keeping track of the Super Bowl pool, and we couldn't answer half the questions until the end of the game. Oh, I know. I I I printed and I I participated in that pool as well, and I printed out my my. Uh, that was incredible. Do you just go into I? Do you, do you click on the photo and it just goes right to well, edit, and then you can edit it? So we're gonna alienate a little bit of our audience here who doesn't have an iPhone, but. 
uh, if you go, if you get a photo on the iPhone, yeah, there's a new thing. I often do. do. I guess it's new, maybe, with the newest iOS. It might be, because I don't know if there's I have that. There's a new that. thing that you can do where in photos, you can click on one of your photos and hit edit at the right-hand corner. I think I have that. And then you can start writing on it. So. Really? I'm going to have to try that out. You can just write whatever you want. You start drawing all over. If you want to save the original photo, make a copy of it first. Mm. How do you? Oh, you you hold it down and then you comes up. Copy comes up and you copy it. Yeah, from the the photo gallery. Yeah. You right. You can like uh, right click. You hold on, hold to it, and hit make yeah. duplicate. And save as duplicate. Make duplicate. Right. Yeah. Oh no! If you hit that little upload button. Yeah. At the bottom, and you hit duplicate. Good. And you can edit a new version of that original one. That's really cool. That's only for iPhones. I mean, it might be for every other phone. No, I'm sure, Android, I'm sure Android has it. Didn't Android have everything before iPhone? Yeah. And that's your tech minute here on hey. To Who May Concern. <laughs> we don't know music. We definitely don't know tech. Basic iPhone 101. So, um, any news on the comedy front? Yeah, we really got him. Oh, the, his music was good, though. It was... Uh, they played songs. I don't ever... They played songs. This is a firm stance, because I use the word don't ever. Don't. I never don't. What? I never don't. Double negative. Not like... Is that trouble negative? Does that make, does that make it negative again? Let, let me, let me start over. Not like let that. me start over. Uh, I never like um 30 seconds of a song... Blended into 30 seconds of another song. You know, most of Maroon 5 songs, I know the tune, I know the words, I don't know the title. You know, Mom had me, like, sing them the other day when we were doing the pool. She was well, like, they stopped before the title. And I'm she was like, like what's this song? And I was trying to sing. Not a good singer. Right. You know who's a really long-winded singer? Aretha Franklin? Aretha Franklin? No, she passed. Yeah, who, was, who was the... Uh, oh, Gladys Knight. Gladys Knight. Yeah, no pips. No pips. Pipless. She was Pipless. Pipless. Dead air. There we go. I'll be cutting that out. Um, yes. So, you call. True. This, this, is how, this is how these always go. Hey, you call. I'm setting the scene. What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about... Oh, you asked for me uh, if any comedy is happening. I did. I did, yeah. Why, do you know something? Well, uh... I know, I have, I mean, if you want to tell everybody, you can, you should. I can. I, um, this is uh, actually fun to promote. I, I, um, I made a house team at the People's Improv Theater. We did a... Yeah. Can people see confetti on a podcast? Um, I can't see because of all this confetti in my eyes, but, uh... Alright, I won't add it in. I'll leave it out for this one. Next time. Next time. Um... Yeah, no, but I'm, uh, I'll be performing bi-weekly every Wednesday as part of their Wednesday team. Nice. First one is, uh, this Wednesday, as of when we're recording this. That'll be early February. Early February. So that's when they start and they go all the way through August? All the way through the end of August, yeah. Oh, people should check you out at that. September 1st, the beginning of September. It's a Wednesday? Hard for me to see one on a Wednesday. So that's the big news. That's the big news, yeah. All right. Well, I um I saw two concerts. Ooh, two concerts. 
Did I well, we shouldn't two? get into both of those concerts. You can tell us what they were. No, no, no. We'll we'll give a full a full recap of them later. Yeah, we'll full recap um, those later. But you 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 can at least tell us what they are now. But I saw the band Congos. You know, I they, saw that you were at a Congos. They show. had that uh, big song "Come with Me Now." Come with me now. Yeah, oh. that, that, that's the one. What all made me sing? I'm sick. And then <laughs> wouldn't make you sing if you were healthy. And then they have. Uh, who else did yeah, I see? I need some aloe for that burn. Who else did I see? I don't know if I saw anybody else, actually. I probably did. Two concerts. Probably saw... If I stopped in Congo. Yeah. We tried to go to one, and it, didn't, it wasn't a concert. Nothing. I've just been yeah. enjoying all, just enjoying regular music. Um, but coming up, coming up, I'm going to see Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness. Okay. In the uh, okay. middle of February, so look out for that later. But the real, the real big story of this podcast, yeah, is that we interviewed people that you know who are a band. We have some guests. We yeah, have actual Not guests. Sure. We got our first guest. We got our first guest. Sure. How's this clapping uh, play in the podcast? Let us know if you like that or not. Great. Um. Yeah, we have two. Uh, we have two guests. Um. Who are they? Uh, we're gonna interview in just a couple of minutes here. Um, we, uh, I know them. I know them each individually, and then it turns out they know each other because they're on the same band. Nice. They're part of the same yeah. band. There's a band called The Permanent Revolution. They do shows around New York, and I know uh, Brandon Essig because that's the guy's I name. An actor. I, I cast him in a. Uh, in a couple sketch shows. The one guy in the band's name, Brandon. Right. He was in my uh, uh, acting, scripted, what's it called? Acting for sketch and scripted comedy. Okay. At the, at the pit. Yeah. He was in that class that I took. and um, So I know him as an actor, and then I used him. He played Mario in a very funny Mario theme sketch that I wrote. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Right, he played Mario. Yeah. Um. And then the other guy is um, Alex Orthway, and I know him because... Right, that was Alex. So it's Brandon and Alex. Right. We were both going to be in the same uh, shadow cast of Rocky Horror before that got a cease and desist. Right, right. At the pit. Right. Yeah. So we met with him. It turns out they're both actors, but they the both actors? also play music. Right, and they're in the same band. They do different things, right? One, uh, one drums and one plays... Right, yeah, uh, they, yeah, they, they, they. What is Alex? Alex uh, plays the piano and sings. Yeah, and they have different roles, and then um, and so. But it turns out I know them, and so I said, "Hey, you guys want to come together and uh, tell us about your band?" Yeah. And then we talk music. We are going to talk music with them. Yeah, and I was all for it because that's what you I. Were that's down. that's the goal. You were here for it too. You were literally here. For I it. was phys- physically in the room with them. Got you in It was a great conversation. I loved it. Um, Everybody's gonna hear it in just a little bit. Yeah, and then we asked them to. We have a song that we're gonna attack on at the end as well. We're gonna attack a song on at the end. Yeah, and then we also asked them they might do a little bit of a jingle uh, theme song. So we'll look out for that in the future. Uh, yeah, listen to listen for that. Right, you'll also let me let me know how that's going. Um, uh, where can where can people find them? You can find them on Facebook at the Permanent Revolution, or you can find them. Um, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes. That's where we, that's where we listen to their music, right? What? That's where we listen to their music. We got them on Spotify. Yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah. Good. Yeah. 
So, uh, and that's, do they all have a website? No, they don't have a website. I, I, they might. Just right. type it into Google. You'll find their SEO. It's got to be good, right? You know what SEO is good? What? Google. No. Uh, oh, I found them on Bandcamp. Bandcamp. Yeah, that's, that, that's them. Yeah, they're there. Just search for them. You'll find them. What's, uh, what's, uh, you said which uh, well, no, good not, SEO? You know whose SEO is good? Your blog's yeah. SEO is good. No, it's not. It is. If you type in people say I'm funny into Google, it's one of the first things that comes up. Sometimes it is the first thing that comes up. Yeah, you can also type that into the address bar. Go right there. Yeah, but what's the, what's the website? Is it all one word? Yeah, people say I'm funny.com. And that's where the blog is. Not the blog. That's where that's your where blog, the blog is. is and that's where my that's where these podcast episodes are. The podcasts are now are, are now podcast. on the website. Yeah. Great. Yeah. That's awesome. And uh, by this time, by the time this one comes out, they should be moving towards iTunes too. Yeah. So look out for that. Yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joel. Well, I don't think I have anything else to say. I'm gonna throw it right to our interview with the Permanent Revolution. Here they are. So we, so that's we know. Uh, Andorra. Uh, do you know Andorra? How, so I ask, how do you know Andorra? I, uh, I know their guitarist Dante Zero. Um, wow. He was roommates with my old college roommates. Like after I left Philadelphia in 2015, after I graduated college. Are you from Philadelphia? No, you're from New Jersey. But well, I am from Jersey. Oh, sorry, sorry. But I went to, I did go to college in Philadelphia. I went to University of the Arts. Oh, nice. And uh, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Dante. I don't know if he actually. I don't think. He no, no, he did go there. He was after I left in 2015. After I graduated, right? My old co- my old roommates roomed with him. I guess he joined the program. Like he's a couple years younger than us, I think. Yeah. Um. So he was in the school at the same time that like my old college roommates were getting their foot in the door as far as like, <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, working as actors, yeah, and performers down in Philly. No, so I got to know him. Every time I would come back to Philly to visit my old roommates, wow. I then got to know him, and he and I are like friends now. And I got to meet the whole band. I, I saw them perform. I never knew you were in Philly. I did, yeah. For 2011 to 2015. 2011 to 2015. Right? I graduated. Well, Biggest waste of money. Uh, just, no, I'm just kidding. I mean, I do, I, do owe the, I do owe the government over 40 grand, but since the uh, government shut down, I guess I don't really have to worry. Uh, so... That's disclaimer, not, also, <laughs> big disclaimer, they're still due. We, we interestingly found this out. Now we found a way that I've got to do that. I'm still getting yeah. emails. Uh, let's, reminder, your upcoming payment is due. <laughs> MyGreatLakes.org. I think it mainly affects TSA workers, is what I've been told. That's what it is. I did see, 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 see how they've been uh, playing, playing ga- gangster, gangster rap. Gangster <laughs> rap. <laughs> they don't even care. Give a fuck. We'll raise your 40 grand to over 200,000. Yeah, we'll raise you because I went to Carnegie Mellon. Oh, so, oh yeah, they're really, dude, we, so, they're, they're the biggest. I carry tissues with me at all times. <laughs> we, 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 switched them, we switched out some re- repayment plans and extended them, which yep. don't recommend it. But, uh, <laughs> That's right. Even if you don't do that, they start adding interest to, like, it, it doesn't matter. financial stability. I think we chose, uh, like, the reverse lottery where I'm paying it for life. <laughs> I, think. I think that's what we chose. That is, that's basically <laughs> They advertise it as financial stability, but it's really financial stability for them. It's for, for them, exactly. Well, yeah, no, the it's longer you wait, the more money you owe. Well, it's financial stability in that I know how much I owe them every month, mm-hmm. and I can budget around that. But yeah. there's, no, there's no escaping. There's, there's the no sweet escaping. piece of the grave is the only thing that's going to put it <laughs> Sorry, is that, I know, is no, this a little too dark? No, it's not too dark, but on that note, you are... 
My, my, my name is my name's Brandon Essie. I'm the drummer for uh, Permanent Revolution. And then also we have... Alex Orthwine. I'm the keyboard player, sometimes guitar, but mainly keyboard player for the Permanent Revolution. And backing Revolu- vocals. And backing vocals. I was always interested. I was like, so do you all sing when there's like five people on stage and one's drumming, one's uh, playing the guitar? As of now, four of the five of us have done vocals. I'm is the only one who has screaming the yeah, song? You, have you ever done harmonies? Not, never. Usually, no. so usually... The way that the band, the history of the band, basically. Yeah, what is our, our friend? That's what we're here for. Our friend Luke. The new. How do you pronounce Luke's last name? Wenner? I, I thought it was, I, at first <laughs> I thought Wiener. it was Wiener, but apparently it's it's Wenner. And, it's I, and Wiener. I don't mean that. Like, <laughs> it is Wenner. Luke will hear this and he'll understand. Like Jan Wenner from Rome. But, um, but Luke, right. he he assembled a bunch of people. Well, not, well he assembled the band mm-hmm. because he had a series of songs that he wanted he decided he wanted to form a band to get these songs out and we all i know luke from acting class mm-hmm. um so he was writing these songs how many songs luke's, luke's written well he wrote a whole bunch of songs so we formed oh, oh, about a a little about two years ago now uh, it's about two years yeah. about two wow. years ago we had our first rehearsal then we went away because luke and i went off to do regional shows and oh, yeah well, that summer That's when you went to do Pierre the Starcatcher, Pierre Lacage, the Star. and then when did you do? I did the Ren Fair years prior. Oh, I did right. 2013 through right. 15. Okay. I did the Ren Fair. Okay. Wow. Um, but uh, and then so we really tackled the project that summer. But Luke had a series of songs, and we we all knew Luke through different entities, whether it be theater or just friends. Right. And we started to kind of jam together on these songs. Yeah. And as time has gone by, right. a lot of the songs we originally started with, I think only two or three have are still with us. Yeah, and yeah, really. and uh, Luke's Luke's allowed it. So like I bring in songs. Our bassist Aaron yeah. brings in songs. Brandon mentioned that you you bring in songs. Yeah. So it's been it's I it's a I I always it's nice because I write songs a lot, um, and whenever Luke. I'd say Luke is still more more or less the captain, and if Luke's down to collaborate on one of my songs, mm-hmm. it's always an honor. I'm like, all right, sweet, I get to work <laughs> on one of my babies. That's some help. And uh, yeah. and so it's become more of a dichotomy. We've written songs together. Yeah. Um, our song "Falling for It" is one of my favorites because it came out of a rehearsal on our break. Uh, yeah. The, yeah, literally. Jer- like... Jeremy and I. I mean, that's I started, the best I, way. I started playing yeah. a, a thing on the keyboard that was spooky and, in my mind, very spooky. Danny Elfman. Yeah. Uh, spooky and Elfman. Danny Elfman. Spooky Elfman. <laughs> spooky Elfman. That's, and, the, that's uh, the sixth sibling that no one talks about. <laughs> spooky Elfman. Spooky Elfman. <laughs> you got that, Richard, you got Danny, then you got Spooky. Yeah, but yeah, yeah so. That was my improv team. Yeah, spooky, spooky Elfman. <laughs> that's fantastic. We had a. Um, but yeah, like that's a song that I started playing keys on, and our guitarist Jeremy, um, who he and I tend to have like a lot of push and pull of, of creative ideas with each other, um, we started jamming, and they were like, "All right, Brandon, start playing some drums." And he started, we just started like jamming out, and by the time Luke walked back into the room. Uh, by the time Luke walked back fully, into the room, he was like, uh, he started well, to sing a song. The band doesn't need me anymore. <laughs> well, he started like riffing on it, and we decided like this was a song we were going to develop. 
So for me, that was a great organic way for the band to kind of just compose together. Okay. Yeah, and when I was into that. it, and oh, when, yeah. and and like I the the genres that I, we all play come from various genre different. Yeah, what are the genres? Um, like since I'm a more piano driven human being, like I I come from no more like like seventies rock. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I I tend to bring in uh, <laughs> bring in more melodic angle to certain things beatles-esque sounding things mm-hmm. bowie or oingo oh, boingo like elfman sounding stuff boingo, things boingo. and uh which luke and i and i think we all kind of bond on our our love of bowie our love yeah. of Iggy pop yeah. our love of like late 70s and right. earlys rock and with me bringing synth lines we kind of it's like that garage rock but with some synth stuff so yeah. our genre is an amalgamation mm-hmm. and luke's very heavy into like the pete shelley and yeah. uh the the that whole that whole genre of rock. It and sounds roll. like a lot of influences. It's, it, it is, is yeah. How do you? And you got a lot of metal yeah, in the in your taste. I, yeah, I mean, like I st- I grew up listening to a lot of like classic rock. You know, my yeah. parents are so, kind so, of so classic. Yeah, yeah 60s, 70s hits. Yeah. We had we had we had one hundred two point nine MGK. On oh on yeah, <laughs> quite a, quite a few times. Classic rock. Well, it's and it's. You know, you know, like my f- and my father has worked in the music industry for over thirty years now. He's, wow. he's an audio engineer. He masters. Mm. Our, da- our dad's a audio visual engineer. Oh yeah. So he sets Build up conference like, rooms, like a music system. Yeah. So speakers for like Wawa's. Right. Like exactly. So I mean, so I'm sure you guys know it's 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 uh, it's an interesting thing when you grow up listening to all different kinds of music. Like our, our dad is yeah. like a music super fan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so yeah. is my father. It's like, everything. And Blue, that's probably where I get it. Bluegrass to the Beatles. Yeah. Oh, see, there you go. And, you know, my my father grew up listening to a lot of, I would say, like, 70s, 80s, like, arena rock yeah. or, like, old-school funk, R&B, that kind yeah. of stuff. And, of course, disco was a big right, thing. Right, our, our mom's a huge disco fan. And my, see, my mother hates disco, but my father's <laughs> so so into it. So I, I, it our dad it, doesn't hate it. He just doesn't seek it out. <laughs> right, okay, there you go. Well, with where our with, mom with disco, it's one of those genres that it could be interpreted as superficial sure but when right. you look at when you look at the innovation of the electronic music that it yeah. brought on the combination of r&b and electronic of the song i feel love there's millions of articles about that song yeah. i feel love because um i can't remember the engineer's name but he basically brought on the 80s with that song and they went yeah. right into it, yeah. so i mean but it, even even disco i would say and like old school funk that sort of instilled in me a, a love of just kind of like kind of four on the floor beats you yeah. know just kind of yeah, something that pushes get, music forward yeah and get people up right the, exactly get some disco to move. Exactly. Is one of those things where like mm-hmm. if you're sitting there yeah you're not going to be sitting for <laughs> exactly. long exactly I mean, that's why our, mo- our mom loves to have a good time and dance so i'm pretty sure that's exactly. why she likes disco music I um I highly recommend if you ever go on his Facebook to watch yeah. his Brandon's Facebook page. If, if he uh, <laughs> you should see his oh. videos. How would, of, I find, how would I find his Facebook page? Well, Facebook.com. You, well, <laughs> Facebook.com. Yeah, Facebook.com. You can also find my Instagram. The, I got I got clips of them on but there he, too. He does. What's he does. Handle? Bressig Anden, which is Bressig just me sw- swapping. I love names. it. I love it. <laughs> Brandon, one thing Brandon do- does that I really appreciate is he does these videos um, with these drum pads. Was mm. that what you call them? Well, yeah, yeah. my, my electronic, electronic set. Electronic yeah. set where he follows along to a lot of uh, well, metal, prog, a lot of good stuff. And it's cool to watch Brandon's process in his own practice. And really so that's cool. what I love what, when you post those videos because seeing you do yeah. rush yes to anything from the metal stuff it's like all right 
This, this is Brandon's soul speaking. Yeah. And that's why, and I think that's why I got into, like, I started playing drums when I was eight years old. Wow. And, uh, yeah, but I mean, I didn't really start practicing yeah. diligently until I was maybe, like 13. Just kind of banging 14. around. Yeah, exactly. Because at that point, I decided to myself, I mean, I, I want to. I flipped the bucket upside down at the beach and <laughs> took a shovel. Right. Just like, buh, 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 buh. I had that go. That's when you're figuring out that you actually like it. Right, exactly. And I think by that point, I also stopped growing by 13 or 14, yeah. which uh, <laughs> was also that kind of sussy. Sucks for I think me. I stopped growing but yesterday. Like, but but the like, opposite. We didn't start growing. <laughs> we actually didn't start growing until right. 13. Right, so uh, by that point, my body sort of settled into itself, and I was like, all right, now my limbs are going to be the same size for all eternity. I'm yeah. still I, waiting. I'm right. going to be able to. I, I have this set up now, and I think that I can approach this the way I want to approach it. Yeah, I'm so still at that point, I wanted to push myself and just be like, all right, what's the craziest drum? stuff i can find oh heavy metal all right yeah, so I, yeah. I started diving into that one yeah. grew your hair long grew, right. grew that long you know i obviously <laughs> i branched out into some other some mellower stuff um especially since i started playing with with alex like well, yeah when, when yeah. play with when you play like the stuff i come up with i'm throwing making you do like mm -hmm. dis disco off rhythm right and, exactly like, that kind and of dance playing, music playing with this band has been a great exercise for me to sort of rein in my natural tendencies it's it's more about serving the song than it is serving myself yeah. that's definitely that's definitely the I case think that's both of you it's, it's definitely the case because um I playing playing the synth lines like stuff I play by myself versus when I play in the band. Yeah, this is much more harder hitting and more feeds my more taste in the eighties and the pro and the the eighties and the punk rock and the the hard yeah. straightforward raw rock and yeah. roll. And you look at our our bassist um, our bassist Aaron. He's yeah. this great sweetheart of a man. He's, mm -hmm. he's a, he looks like a a a, a burly. He's like burly, rough and tough with a beard. And he loves if I, he, if I combine, out to if you. I combine his, you, yeah. <laughs> he uh, his his like his, his tendency is right. um, like uh, he really goes for the punk and the ska music. Yeah, and he brings he, that element that that pub rock that pub rock punk. Um, mm -hmm. What's the band that like he a, loves? Like, um, like a sublime. Oh, the uh, um, the Dropkick Murphys. Dropkick Murphys. Dropkick Murphys is one of his all-time favorite things. Does he like flogging Molly too? Yeah, he's a flogging Molly guy. My girlfriend likes the Dropkick. Yeah. So our dad and I love Dropkick Murphys. And he he when he brings in his own material, and he's very he can be shy about it, but he writes these beautiful things. Um. It, it, it falls into this very atmospheric territory. So he has a lot of diversity to him. And our and our guitarist, uh, Jeremy, he comes from a folk background. He yeah. also plays violin and, or fiddle. Yeah. And he and he plays acoustic. He plays like the he, whole band. He's so, the whole folk band. He, one man folk yeah, band. He, right. could, he could be. But yeah, he, he, he does he, a lot of stripped down stuff on his own. He, oh. And he's a, he's a great arranger. Um and he and I, we, we, we kind of bring our arranging chops to the the table. So we're always uh, going back and forth between like, oh, we should play with this angle. We should play with this angle. But he, I like some of the riffs he's playing in, while on our downtime sound like the Allman Brothers, but he can pick yeah, up wow. any genre as well. It, it seems like you all do everything. Yeah. Did that, did that get <laughs> really? in the way of the what process do you, or like, what do you mean do you all fight over like i want to arrange this one no 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 we uh all collaborative we I, it's a very collaborative mm -hmm. it's a very yeah it's a collaborative dichotomy and we uh it all, never, it all depends on how vocal we are about but luke yeah, has luke it's yeah. good to have luke with the initial vision yeah most of the time and mm -hmm. then what we I've never our been process part of a band, and, so yeah 
what we usually do is like, all right, here are the chords. I'm showing you the song. Let's jam to it and see what happens. It's gotta be helpful. And you, like, I, I've learned yeah. that like going into it with a specific vision. Yeah. With a song, is yeah, it, usually it, it, it weakens the song sometimes. Yeah, entirely different. Yeah, and what happens idea. is if you let the band, if you let the band, everyone have their own vocal expression of right. of their own sound, then it becomes. You could just feel that the heart of everyone. Yeah. Like I, I remember, pre- I presented a song, and I, I very much imagined it in a Paul McCartney way. Yeah. And we started playing around with it because I could tell that the the energy was very much people playing what I imagined what I wanted to hear. And then when we started evolving into like getting everyone everyone's kind of personal styles. Yeah. That is like okay. This feels like a, 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 the song's alive, and that's yeah, all yeah. that I it want. Like a unit. Yeah. It sounds like a song that has yeah. the energy that it wants to have. I'm like, all right. So everyone gets their voices in, and like, yeah, I would think that's that great. expresses I would think that it's it. It's got to be helpful to have everybody know how to do everything. Well, for sure. And I, I especially when we first started rehearsing together. Like, yeah. obviously, a lot of those songs were pretty much fully formed by Luke at that. Uh, you know, when, when he brought the ideas to us. Yeah, that we, first we, we all song, wrote our own individual parts, right, exactly. but like we he started, had the shape of all the songs. Yeah, we were listening to some of the songs online. So we heard some. Those are the ones you're talking about? The, the well, all the ones that are on, on Spotify yeah. and Bandcamp, yeah. I'd say have gone through the filter of what we first did. Did, did the they come prim- from Luke? Those those four songs were all. None of those came from the first batch of songs. That we yeah, had. none those of them. All at least from the I'd second say, phase. Uh, cry. No, none of those songs are so from are the original. We like went through. Well, I'd say all but for falling for it yeah. are falling, pretty much we've heard that. Luke, Luke's babies, and then falling for it was the like a collective effort. Yeah, okay. I'd say it started from you and Jeremy, and, and then, then we all kind of bounced it, ideas off each other for that. But one. like no more, no more rock and roll or. Mm-hmm. Or a lot of brainchild. Yeah, Luke, no, Luke has kind of evolved one. where he he has a little brainchild, but he really now brings it to you. Guys. Brings it to us yeah. to really kind of shape it. We yeah. shape it. And what a lot of ta- a lot of those songs have gone through the initial iteration of what we did with them, and then we'd have a rehearsal or two where usually inspired by Jeremy. He's like, I just want to reimagine <laughs> it this way. Yeah. And, and I'm like, and I'm usually like, okay, but I have your idea, but let me hear hear my idea. And then he, uh, and then we like, I disagree about it. And then we try it out, and we're like, okay, wait, this works. And then we go that way, and it becomes a whole new thing. Right. And so it's, it's gone through a process. It's, it's a very gratifying process, I think, as, as yeah, far it as sounds like, like it is. Yeah, because it it almost, I think you had mentioned this, Alex. It never ends. It never ends up being the way that we have the idea in our head when we when we bring no, it. No, it really we like, love to sort of. Have throw it, it in the, in the weird ideas. direction yeah, yeah. We, we're like all right try this weird and i'm, yeah. I'm usually like Let's repeat this hold on like times, well this then, works cool yeah. like i tried like well i had i saw it going this way and then jeremy's usually like let's throw a wrench in it and yeah, see what let's, happens let's and then like we throw yeah. a wrench in it and we're like what yeah and then it works out and we're like this sounds fantastic. Well, the, the the song "Crying Punk" uh, we had also mentioned. That was one that was maybe the second round of songs that we had written. Was that yeah. one? Yeah. And the first way that we played it, uh, the first few shows, it was pretty straight ahead. You know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus. Yeah. After doing that a few times, at one of the rehearsals, we decided, why don't we make that second verse like kind of a stop <laughs> start, yeah. that like reggae feel. Bam. And it was like it sounds a little weird and off-putting, but let's just go with it. And then that ended up being the version that we recorded and put out. Well, even even with fall, even with falling for it, um, the 
the the offbeat the yeah yeah that's right yeah that was a we only developed that like a week before we actually recorded it was it was pretty straightforward before the band let's do this. I'd say the song No More Rock and Roll yeah. was one of the first songs where we decided to like completely fuck around with it. Is it cool with I swear on this, right? Uh, uh, we just fuck around fuck with yeah. it. And we were in his basement and Luke had an initial idea, but it was one of the first songs where Luke didn't have a fully written song yet. And so he left it to us and I had an idea and so we did a, where we did the chord change to the F, C, G, and that's in there. And Jeremy had the idea of the harm, the weird harmonies that ended up at the beginning and end. And initially, he was thinking of putting those in the middle. And so we kind of worked, worked in a, uh, a, a marriage of his concept and my concept wow, into. Wow. And and so that's that's where we completely arranged. That, that was the first time I'd say where we completely yeah, with that intro, did a yeah. weird arrangement. And then found that it worked, it and worked. then we blended yeah. it into a nice thing. Really? I remember that one. That it took some took, hours. It took, it took, it took, it took me took a while to nail that one. I was like, "Okay, how many times am I counting this? What's the well?" Because we had this? to hash out the harmonies, yeah. um, and so it would be usually. <laughs> it took me days. Brand, I was up for a night. Girl, I was. Brand, Brandon and Aaron are just chilling while Luke, Jeremy, and I are just like hashing out harmonies with each other. <laughs> I hadn't had water. <laughs> <laughs> but it, that was, that that's how the Beatles did it. Yeah. yeah, it was exactly. So you have these songs, right? Mm. Where have you played or around? Well, our last show, our CD release. Oh, uh, we release. can't say CD release because it's EP. not. EP. It was an EP. <laughs> Got to use different letters. We'll it's work extended, from, our we'll extended work, play. Our we'll KJ e. release. We'll use the rest of the alphabet. <laughs> we'll that e. gonna, that, eventually, that E is going to come down to a C. And, and then we're going to come exactly. down to Exactly. It's always morphing, just like yeah. our songs. So, I, I, so I we most recently played at the Bitter End, Bitter which is a classic venue. Was it surreal to be there? It was pretty great. I mean, look, it wasn't, as far as like the experience, it wasn't super okay i'm not gonna say it's super different the sound was obviously very professionally set up you know the mic the drums were mic'd it was a yeah. good energy i usually good energy. i usually judge the concerts on either how well we played or, or how or the energy because yeah. we played i'd if say one, one of my favorite concerts we ever played was at friends and lovers and we didn't have a huge so audience where was that it, that's out in brooklyn yeah. um this is yeah. what i'm gonna say yeah and, I... and friends and lovers we played that we didn't have yeah. a huge turnout yeah. but we played really well together so that's one of my favorite venues we've played yeah, because of the that. acoustic top notch yeah exactly yeah my we played desmond's tavern too a desmond's bunch. yeah desmond's is great my girlfriend and i did an improv show recently where the the turnout wasn't spectacular it's an improv show but the energy that we got from laughing from right people, exactly. that was good that's the only yeah, thing that that's, really that's that's like, i heard people laughing mm-hmm. that was the good thing yeah. yeah so we've played the pine box that's i we we i did it we did improv at the pine box so that's where, that's where we, we got our box. start it's pine in box, brooklyn it's, that's it's, it's, sorry i have no idea where these places are in new york <laughs> that's in brooklyn it's <laughs> called the pine box rock shop yes and and, and basically it's one of those back room where we have the bar and then the it's back a, you have it's a it's a I railroad ima- I, can, I can imagine the it is a railroad bar, style bar yeah, it really yeah. is the greatest it's long it's it's a hallway of a yeah. bar, yep. and then you there's a ramp on the right side, and yeah. you walk up this ramp, and, and there's, there's this room back there. There's a room back there. It's kind of shaped like, uh, it's like a square, but it has a stage cut out of a corner of yeah. it. Yeah, 
So it ends up being shaped like this, and there's like stools in there. It's all wood, so I feel like the ideal band that would approach that venue would more likely be like either a blues or a country band. So when you have us, where I'm wearing face makeup and like (laughs) eyebrows, and and like I'm like I'm all decked out, got a juggalo in there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so that's what people. I my inspiration was more like uh, when I wore the white face was more. Going for like Jack Nicholson combined with uh, Klaus Nomi. Never dance with the devil. (laughs) Um, No, but so so we so the people in the audience they have their drinks set up on these barrels. Yeah, and then you're up there in this white face. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, must like, have been a weird, we're, we're like must have a weird dichotomy. Fake blood, all this stuff. That's interesting. So, um, yeah, we've. I mean, well, playing Desmond's Tavern, which is an Irish pub where most people yeah. just play classic rock, and yeah. our energy was very welcomed. Yeah. Um, we've played uh, Sidewalk Cafe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bowery, Bowery Electric was a great really? venue. Bowery yeah. Electric. Like, that was a great space to play. Even if we didn't have a huge turnout, Like I felt like the energy was good. People yeah. were like... People, strangers were walking in and be like, what's going yeah, on? I was like, yeah. this is awesome. Yeah. That's good. That's what that's what you want. Yeah. That's probably what you want. How do I do that for improv? <laughs> Wait, let's talk about, so this, this Bitter End, you say it's this, it's this famous, I don't really know the place. So Bitter End is where Lady Gaga got her start. A lot of famous uh, people got their Stephanie start. That's where, that's, that's where, that's where, that's where, that's where, Played there, they they apparently <laughs> bombed, I, which made me feel great. I, I remember saying to them before we played the show, I was like, I hear Neil I can't Young. imagine Neil Young never not being good. Well, but it, this was in the 60s. So, I mean, this place he didn't have around. the hat, he didn't have the hair. <laughs> exactly. And it, didn't sound like it, it made me feel yeah. good because I was like, I, yeah, I know, I was like, guys, I know that we're not going to bomb at this show. <laughs> so if Neil Young bo- and like he continued, like it that's just good, was a great, a like, kind of a story, like a great trajectory. It's, it's one of those venues. Similar to uh, uh, Mercury Lounge, or mm-hmm. it, it's one of those venues where it's very popular to play there yeah, because history, because yeah. it has the yeah. history. Yeah. Um, I remember first hearing about it. I used to play in a folk rock band. I used to play the piano in that. And before I hopped in, they were just playing the bitter end. And like it's one of those locations wow. where. Every band's like, oh, we'll play the bitter end. Um, doesn't mean that it's any we'll better than any other end. place. Yeah, right. It's, but just, it's, it's just really exciting. It's just like, exciting it. to do that. But um, what other places have we done? We've there done was, uh, uh, Cobra, Cobra Club. The Cobra Club, which was... I'm not going to say anything about that place, but things start to fall apart. <laughs> um, so, so, some literally, some <laughs> some literally, some yeah. We um, we've um, where else have we played? And these are all in the New York Five Borough area. Yeah, we yeah. we mostly played so, either Manhattan or Brooklyn. Or Brooklyn, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you guys trying to get the queen? Of, a lot of music in Brooklyn. A lot of music. It, it's I, the I go-to hear, spot uh, for I a lot, lot of music. Of, I hear a lot of music coming out of there. I see a lot of advertisements for theaters. A lot of places to go. A lot of places to play. So. Brooklyn seems to be the happening area. I went it, to, it always has been. Yeah, I'm, 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 I want to look into places in Jersey as well. I mean, I know that's a Jersey? hike for you I used guys. To, I used to play they, Mexicali Live all the time. Mexicali Live was my old band. We used to, we used to, Mexicali Live is a great Jersey venue. Jersey City might be a good area to look into. Jersey City would probably be really yeah. good, too. Have you guys ever been to Mexicali Live? I know of it. I've, I've it's, heard of it's, it. It's, I, I've heard of it. I, it's a nice big place. I, my old band, we opened for... Um, he was good friends with Leonard Cohen. Uh, what's his name? Oh, really? Um, what? Wait, what? <laughs> Rest in peace, Leonard. The, this guy, uh, 
shoot, I'll come back to it. But he's he's a fairly famous dude who had a who was famous for a song about Coney Island and and yeah. we opened for this guy. Or yeah, we opened for this Nathan. guy. Um, <laughs> and after us, we've played that. I've played. I played that venue, and like you have us as like a folk rock band, and then you have a dude coming out with like an '80s guitar, like full spandex, everything, just riffing. Huh. 80s riffs uh, oh, wow. and so it has an eclectic taste it's a classic it's a bar restaurant with a huge stage and you feel like interesting hair metal could exist there my, um, my most recent concert experience in Jersey was Asbury Park so oh, uh, Stone Pony all, all, yeah. all those places well, this at, was fun we just talked about the concert this. was at the Asbury Lane yeah okay. so if you're familiar with the place you walk in I the ripped into this ball. diner you walk into the other part of it, and it's a bowling alley. it's a bowling alley, <laughs> but there's six lanes of bowling alley, and then there's like a wood floor and stuff, and there's a stage, mm-hmm. and so it's all like one little live bands while live band you're bowling. While you're I said there's wood floor in the six lanes of the bowling alley. Too. <laughs> it was a little so not many people bowled while the main show was on. It's a little distracting. You're right. It. <laughs> I know, I know, and it, it was lot. hard for me to to uh, roll strikes while that was happening. Yeah. I feel like Brian Setzer uh, probably would probably Joe saw I saw Margot Price. Margot there. Price. Who's Margot? Uh, She's a what country she western. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Folk, probably country western. Yeah. A lot of harmonica. Okay. Um, he went with our parents. So so went with our parents. So, oh, I love so that. It was a, it was it was a very New nice Year's pre New Year's Eve. What is your favorite song that you? Or that you guys play. Mm-hmm. I'll let you answer that first. I have mine, but that I've already mentioned. Oh, gosh, I, I mean, already mentioned. If that. we're talking, if we're talking like, um, I mean, Alex is like, I beat mine with uh, Dead like, As far as like full on rock song, like I, I think No More Rock and Roll is a great example yeah. of like us just yeah, that, that one's in like yeah. all of us are like on all sil- firing on all cylinders, you know. And <laughs> it's just kind of straight ahead. Yeah, I enjoy listening to that one. Like kind of a yeah, kind of an energetic pump you up kind of song. Um, but. Are there, there songs, was, are there songs that are more fun to play? There's got to be songs that are more fun. That one's more fun for me to play. I say no more rock and roll. <laughs> as, as, as a song to yeah. play, no more rock and roll is definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Crime Punk was always a fun one and too. It, it's, yeah. Is it because but, uh, the energy is all yeah. the way up? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, I would say that was probably like my favorite one to play. Yeah. When, That's when, it. when That's we, when we, after no more rock and roll is the one that we spend the most time listening to for mixing purposes. So as a as a listener, yeah, it's one you're proud of. I, I was I was I was exhausted from our like before we released all right. this. That's the one where I'm like I'm going to put this one aside for yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when we play live, that's one of my favorites. From a listening <laughs> standpoint, I mean, falling for it's my it's a yeah. little baby for me. So that's why I'm the very people, proud most of. Most people who I talk to also say like they like that one the best. Yeah. I think it's just got like a falling kind of it? crossover. Yeah, it's got kind of like a crossover. It's, kind of, it's our Pixies song. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, we have no. a couple of songs like that, but that I really is... love playing bad actor. Bad actor, <laughs> bad actor is also a lot of because it's swampy and yeah. it's very. Uh, that one's a challenging one for me. Why is it challenging? Well, that one is. You have a great drum. Uh, it's that. it's a real like kind of solo. It's well, like everything I'm doing is kind of. I, I don't really get any breaks during that song. I would say. Not even wow. for like one second. He's like, I don't but, have time. Uh, it, there's just kind of a lot of moving around on my part. Uh, yeah. Arms are going to the right, then they gotta hop back to the left real quick, and it's a lot of crossing. What shows your talent? Well, it's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, He's yeah, like, I yeah, it. I do it. I do it. Um, our our a crowd favorite for <laughs> yeah, a lot. Crowd favorite. The, the, the crowd favorite is um, 
What's the one that Jeremy and I have? Our, like, doo -doo -doo, doo -doo -doo. Oh, that's Mask, yeah. Yeah, Behind, yeah. The, mask. behind the Mask. And that's the one that Luke usually does the the blood down yeah. the face. That is that's, one song from the first batch of songs that we wrote that we still That play. is probably oh, the, wow. yeah, that's prob probably. Wow. It made the cut. It made it the did. cut. And it's, it's a weird. really, really good. It's a, it's, it's a great song. It's a, it, I feel for me, that's the song that's the, it's most broken into extreme sections. And, what do you mean? And, well, because in one sense, it feels like a, cr a cross between Rush and Yes in the beginning yeah. where I open up with this big synth line. Yeah. yeah. And, and Jeremy's like, do 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 And then it kind of just comes into a, a nice little a New York Dolls yeah. groove. Hmm. And then... Uh, we get, then we go into our breakdown section where it's just me smashing the keyboard <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Then, and then uh, we so it goes from arena rock sound yeah. to a like punk sound in a very sectional way. Uh, yeah. But that's a song that like we all love playing live. Yeah. And we all and the audience all loves hearing. Mm -hmm. you, like can, it too. you can trace music's history. Right, exactly. It, it's well, yeah. That one's got the most in common, I would say, like old school classic rock, like arena rock. Yeah, you know exactly. I think that's why a lot of people like it. And we even have discussed as a band, like if, when we go to record next, I think we do want to get that one, to, put that one to my tape. Roommate, my roommate wants that one, and then uh, he's like, oh, I, want, I, want, I want Mask and, and, uh, and a song that I recently wrote uh, that we, start, we performed for the first time. Um, oh, that's cool. Pushing daisies. He's like, oh, I wish. Why isn't pushing daisies on the EP? I'm like, Ian, we just, <laughs> we just finished writing lyrics right before that concert, yeah, and we're performing that for the first time. That yeah. wasn't even a baby yet when we did all the recordings. Right. So, he, what's those, pushing daisies about? Pushing, pushing the, daisies. The, the TV show. Is it about the, show, the, the, about the TV, TV show? Right. It's an ode to the TV show. So, a lot of times when Luke and I short collaborate, short I, I have a, I usually have a chorus and a, and a full fleshed out instrumental melody uh -huh. and he puts words to it and by the time he puts words to it I'm kind of picking pieces here or there mm -hmm. but the way I, I was my my car battery died one I was day. Gonna ask I'm so about sorry I'm so sorry my car battery battery died so and, I, and I was just waiting for AAA and I was just playing my guitar yeah. and I came up with this um, very 90s alternative yep. uh, riff on the guitar and, and the chorus that came up was like I'm pushing daisies, yeah, yeah. And Luke came up with these lyrics that it's very expressionistic. Where part of it, I feel like, is like a zombie emerging from the mm. grave. Part, but he's got other well, great uh, images. That's what that means. Um, so that's fun. Yeah. I like that. So that's a song. That's and cool. it, what's interesting? That's another example where, like, I brought in the song, had it envisioned one way. And then all of a sudden, I'm finding that I'm the one who's playing it. But while I was like, I was playing acoustic guitar initially. Right. Now I'm just playing like a weird sci-fi yeah. synth line yeah. on it, and we're still shaping it. But it's becoming something other from what the initial mm. concept was. But when you put when you put through the filter of the band, it becomes yeah a band product. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, we you know we work with dynamics, especially with that song. I I know we had um, we we made a distinct choice to like have. It really kind of starts off low, then it builds, then it goes back. That's we we're really kind of working on it, having our our songs having e ebbing and flowing yeah. within the within the structure. Yeah, themselves. that's Jer great. Jeremy definitely always expresses how some it's very easy to fall into the 
one note. Dun, 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 dun. Right. So we're trying, we're starting to play with like, how can we add more dynamics, right. variation to and, these songs, yeah, like make makes, it that like makes a character. To give it a personality. That's what you're right. Yeah. Exactly. I always say none of these songs, even like the songs we've played for ever, and like even the ones we bring out from the vault, even though our vault's not that old, right. but I like bring yeah. out from the vault, yeah. we always... That ancient, we, ancient vault. Well, how many songs said? do we, well, do we think we have so far? Like 20, 25? I mean, if we're talking about like, like knee pads totally, and all that, yeah, like exactly. that it's probably... about 20-something songs. But when we bring songs back, sometimes we have rehearsals where we're like, all right, how can we rework yeah, songs? Yeah, how can we change something to keep it fresh and for so ourselves? And so a, a, yeah. a, a lot of the songs have had several iterations. Is there and, ultimately like a plan for those songs that are in the vault? Like the ones that you wrote and then didn't do? The well, it's, it depends. Yeah. Like, I We've know, improved songwriting-wise, so I yeah, feel like exactly. those are like early so, exercises in yeah. the song. There are process. some that I feel like we could probably bring back and continue to work on, but I know that there are some. There, there are definitely a couple where we've talked about it, and Luke's just like, yeah, I think I'm over this. <laughs> He's like, I don't think we need when to go back to this When you again. make it really big, just release it as a demo album. Well, <laughs> yeah. but you know, that's a very, it's very true, but uh, yeah. it's, it, I guess there are some, you know, maybe Luke is either... If we go back and reapproach him, maybe he'll rewrite some lyrics or like yeah, as time goes keep on, it, keep, keep bring it up to speed with himself where as he is now. Because what, what's great is um, what's what's great about having Luke be the original organizer of the band is that though we though a lot of what we decide we decide together, he's it's nice to have a, a person who has final say. Final say, yeah. yeah. But it's like collaborative final say. Yeah. It's not like sure. this is going to be right. like, like uh, I say it. It's like but he, it, all this thought. It's yeah, his choice to yeah. decide what yeah. we're doing uh, for each set. So he's yeah. like, all right, I want to do these songs. I want to do these songs. And so in the end, like, all right, this is where we're going. Mm-hmm. Over the uh, over the last couple of years, I've lived mainly in the alternative music genre. Yeah. I thought you were going to say you live mainly in Philadelphia. No, I've always lived in Philadelphia. <laughs> where you mainly did live. Um, which is how I know of Andorra. Right. Radio 104.5. Mm-hmm. Also, it's that. a town outside and of Philadelphia. Yeah, also, it's a town out there. So, you know you know the main guy from there. Yeah. Are you influenced by them? Um, you know, like, I, I saw I saw them play a show, I guess it was not this past New Year's Eve, the, the one before that, 2017. They continue to win. 2017, 2017. They continue <laughs> to win. They're like a fan favorite in that they win spots to perform and open up for these shows mm-hmm. at the radio station puts on yeah. at the different venues around like the stadiums and the, and the yeah, ballpark exactly. and everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that at one point they opened for the Killers. I they think did. They wrote, I'm yeah. pretty sure they did. And then Joel was, we were listening to the songs yesterday and there's a little bit of Killers in I, I feel like I heard with some us, Killers. Yeah. With and I mean, you know, they That's had a, cool. They so. definitely, like the Killers, w- w- you know, they got big I guess when I was, and must have been like middle nine or ten, yeah. yeah. I, well, Something like that. How old are you? I'm, tw- I'm 25. You're 25. I'm 28. So they, they're like we're middle almost school. 27. Yeah, okay, so we're a nice blend <laughs> of years. We're 27. Late to, mid to late 20s. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Okay. So you've listened to the EP. Yeah. What would you say are you? What bands do you recognize in us? Yeah. yeah the if, Killers. If not the Killers. Yeah. If if it's in addition them. to them, yeah. Um, what else did I hear? Well, if it if we think like so, it's like rock and roll. You guys mentioned punk earlier. Yeah, like old school. I would like say like New York Dolls, for, like and like late seventies of mm-hmm. punk. Yeah, yeah, I definitely heard some of that. Um, what did you say? Um, uh, 
Well, I is there a Green Day in there at all? <laughs> a li- sure. Well, okay, I was, like for I instance, seemed, I was thinking that too. if if we're gonna look to a modern it sort of seemed, like nineties well, Green Day, hair like because yeah. like, you know old school punk, I would say like New York Dolls stuff yeah. like that. That would not they, be Green what Day, they yeah. were sort of like they when they I, I don't want to say like created punk, but I mean like they sort of are the mod you can trace they, modern punk back to they them, took right it now. in a direction they took it in the direction of. You know, we are a, we're a bunch of guys who are essentially trying to write pop songs with well, our instruments, but we're not. We're, they weren't the most technically proficient no. at our instruments, but they were doing. They were essentially and not technically proficient singers either. No, exactly. But they ended up creating a David style Joe all Hansen their own. wrote "Hot, Hot, Hot." He, <laughs> he is Buster Poindexter, so he is a versatile performer. Right. Okay. So I, by, by essentially, I stand correct. By essentially, like. <laughs> trying to write pop songs on these instruments but not being especially fantastic at playing those instruments they right. ended up creating this style of punk all their own mm-hmm. wow. and I would say that like you can trace pop punk which is something like Green Day back yeah. to them because mm-hmm. well, it, well, it was a similar kind of blending of styles Green Day is basically the 90s interpretation yeah, of, of, of the Clash it's like, yeah, yeah, like the Clash they took the, the Clash stool, something yeah. like that and, but what's it, so if you hear some Green Day like there's definitely that '90s alternative vibe yeah. that we've yeah. started yeah. to like uh, uh, add elements of as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was. I, I would say in that sort of way, like all of those kind of bands kind of connect up to each other, and then yeah. we take influence from, take it from kind of all of them exactly, but, especially the Pixies, because like they influence a lot Pixies of those Pixies are huge. I mean, I now like I like Pavement. Yeah, I like now that you mentioned David Bowie, yeah. I, I go back and I, I hear some of that too. Bowie, Luke, and I, and I'm sure. You, the rest of the band as well are and the world, but Luke, Luke and, and the, the world, world. Oh, but 100%. Luke and I have spent rip, rip David. Bell. We have spent many oh. a car ride just chatting about Bowie albums and yeah. Bowie songs yeah. and the Bowie well, exhibit. Well, take your thing. There's 27 albums to chat about. <laughs> yeah, well, he was such so. a about versatile, versatile songwriter. 27 studio albums to talk about. I believe because like mm-hmm. it was him, but also. There was this other guy that he played, Z- Ziggy. Oh, Ziggy Star. Yeah, Star. Ziggy Stardust. Oh, Adam Sands, the Thin White Duke. Mm-hmm. All these characters. Not only yeah. on a stage that had these characters. Uh, he, you know, uh, more than Jack. He recorded one of his uh, pivotal albums in Philadelphia. Yeah, at yes. that, that that famous studio. Was that what? That, is that his R and B album that he did, or uh, I don't know. Ta- Tower Records specifically. No. Young American. It might have been that. Might one. have been Young American. Yeah, I mean, Young American was Bowie trying yeah. to be R&B soul. Yeah, it was. And and kind of do the lowdown. I just lowdown. heard a recent review of that record. So yeah, so that's, what I was that's about. a great album. You know, it's it's, it's interesting because Hunky Philly. Dory is like I mean, there's so many albums are iconic, yeah. and Young American is one of those albums that it's not the, everyone's first go to, but no. for me, um, <laughs> there's a I remember listening to that and just loving that. Bowie does every genre, yeah. and yeah. in that album, he that, really yeah. honors. It makes a genre his own. Yeah. Well, the last music he did on Black Star was like, yeah, man, that's like, like pretty heavy stuff. It, it's it's free jazz. That's yeah. all. It's a lot of free jazz mixed with. Uh, he like brings the old and the new, mm-hmm. and kind of a lot of that jungle rock stuff he was doing in the nineties. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and I think I think that's another big influence, especially on Luke, is is that he, he he's open to all of our ideas, no matter how. Um, like disparate they may sound yeah. like when when we bring in ideas to work on we're never really sure where they're gonna end up right and nothing yeah. nothing gets discounted right away you exactly right it. we're well, always I'd, looking and then everybody has to, look. to decide oh this yeah. is really i'd say anymore. when when any song goes through the luke filter it usually there's a rawness and there's a uh, 
and especially when we play live, a lot of the songs get that raw, like Iggy Pop intensity to it. Even when he's playing "Sweet and Beautiful," yeah. he's still like, he's still bowing it up. Yeah, oh he, yeah. He, he's yeah. Still, he throws he's a still, lot of attitude he's, in there. He's throwing yeah. a lot of edge into it. This is a question I had: When you guys are on stage and you're playing the music, is it just you guys on stage, and then people you're like? the main guys up there dancing and singing or is it, it are there like other things on the stage that... uh he'll he'll use some props i mean he'll he his well the the, the blood is a big blood. Blood. Well, besides we talked about the blood crack, crack some eggs right we, some he'll eggs. crack an egg like this literally man, out of an egg cart and in brandon's basement we discovered it an alien well a big a big like uh like a big rubber this is what i'm talking about and we brought this is what i'm getting when we, uh, I think it was our pine, was it? It was, it was, it was a pine box It was show. a pine box yeah. show. I feel like you guys made a mess on that pine box. We, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we brought the alien, no. and the alien was <laughs> huge. I, I've always been an advocate that we all are in some kind of uniform. And uniform. Like, yeah. so. Does that change every time? We, we've played around. Yeah. I, I've always been encouraging the white shirts, black tie, black pants and then like i do the makeup and whoever else wants yeah. to throw on makeup does but yeah. not everyone's in the mood no. for that but like i would pay my pay i I'm, <laughs> i think when we look around, like around a, the beard when we look like a package yeah. and then luke yeah and then you have luke's, the alien luke's doing yeah, what right. luke's doing yeah, what he's doing luke usually takes his shirt off half like it's a slow halfway whole, through most of the show is like him slowly stripping down well this um, i mean if we want to get people to come to the shows, this is what we gotta do we gotta tell them there's an alien i'm all i'm all about the the vein of that alice cooper ethos of yeah. of bringing a theatrical element to yeah. a performance yeah you gotta give them a show um, yeah, that's like, what i'm saying you have to it's really easy to just kind of stand there and be into your instrument but like yeah. you it's super easy to just be it's easy to be five guys on a stage in your your regular clothes, yeah. uh-huh. which like worked for again like the nineties like yeah. Green re- <laughs> like the nineties no, 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 re- re- uh, uh, rebellion Jeez. against the hair metal and all that. Yeah. But I think when you bring when you bring a theatrical show, and I think this is something I, as we go on, I would love to develop more. Yeah. Um, would we bring stage stagecraft to it? Because a lot of us come from theater backgrounds. That's, I guess that's then, my real uh, question. Now you guys right, put a so, word to it. But most, Stage most craft. people are most people are not only listening to the show, but they're also watching the show. So you have to give them something to see too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and and so a lot of us. I mean, when we're playing live, I I go into like rage mode, like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like like it's uh, it's definitely a high energy, just throwing that manic, intense, and weird and. And like evils coming around the corner, energy to the. And I'll, I'll try to make that last part lower so your headphones don't blow out. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you want to, you want to talk about theatrical stuff? Uh, no, I mean just a stagecraft part. I wanted I to know, it. like you know. And then you guys told me ET shows up at one time, so mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah, well, it's, you know, we we look, we like to keep things that's fresh. And then from the chest and. Well, so I, when when I've listened to friends' response to our show, yeah. They're mo- a lot of times they're most impressed. Look, even if we screw up here or there, they're most impressed with Luke's uh, persona. Luke's yeah. Luke's just committing full heartedly yeah. into uh, c- committing full heartedly to the rock and roll energy. Like he's going off stage, having people carry him. Like he's this is... he's he's wearing cloaks. 
and masks. He's, now I'm on board. I, I, I wasn't on board before, but now he's, I'm on he's, board. Uh, he, he's 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 like really immersing himself with, with the audience of like, get your phones out and all this yep. stuff. So the thing about live music, it doesn't always have to be technically perfect. You might miss a note here or there, but if you put on a show and you the whole thing comes together as a performance, mm-hmm. I mean it's gonna be great. Yeah, so it, well, yeah, so. you, we want a memorable experience. Yeah. Like rock music, and I would I would say especially punk rock music has never been about technical yeah. precision. It's more <laughs> about just it's more about just. Having Bang having on. a great time and making sure that that audience has a great. That time. being said, winning them over. I'm a big fan of being playing your stuff. He's like, I'm sure. I'm talking about one miss note. Yeah, oh, sure. one miss note. You're gonna miss a note here and there. I, always, I, I won't. Whenever, whenever I know I mess up or like I hear a missed note here or there from someone else at the end of the show, I'm like, I know where we messed up. Yeah, I, yeah. I stress, but. Um, but ultimately, it's about the show we're putting on. And mm-hmm. I, one of my favorite things when we played at Desmond's Tavern, um, of the band that went on after us was a guy with a guitar and another dude with a drum machine or like a sample pad, basically. <laughs> and they were playing songs. And the guy with the sample pad was wearing a horse mask. <laughs> and the guy... Um, kind of, I, I have kind one of, of those uh, Kind of... Kind of like a dead mal esque kind of thing. A little bit. For sure. Like a dead house. Dead what? Dead house. Dead house. <laughs> and then the main guy who was singing the songs yeah. and playing the guitar, he was compulsing on stage. And it was like a mix of Burn and the guy, lead singer from the cars. Like yeah. David Burn and the guys from the cars. And he was just like. <laughs> <laughs> like <"Light humans." laughs> Put that song that came with our iTunes. Like humans do. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great song. It came with iTunes. Did just it like, come with iTunes? Just like you too. Just like the YouTube. Like oh YouTube my God. We're gonna give no. away our music for free. Well, like, like humans do. That, that's the David Byrne David solo, yeah. solo stuff. Just, yeah. yeah. just came. Just came on the piano. Right? We got our iPods and we turned them. We turned them on. The very first ones. Yeah. Yeah. iPods. iPads four. We had nanos. We were, I late, I we were know, late adapters. I didn't know that he put them out like it came with the It was on there. I couldn't get rid of it. That's a great song. I couldn't get rid of it. I'm breathing out. Yeah, that came with the iPod. And Charlie and I were like, I've heard it. and I'm a big fan of that album. Also, anything like David well, Byrne and Brian Eno and all that mm. stuff. It but, was it was different because it didn't match the rest of our other music, but I appreciate yeah. it now. Like, yeah, like, it, it was, it was the, <laughs> the backlash to you two was everyone was like, "Why are you imposing our, your music on us? Right. Right. Why, it's bad. Why, why, why are you, you giving this away for free? You're admitting it's it's so far. <laughs> we grew up listening to soft rock. Because we would sleep with the radio on every night. So, like, what kind of like the Carpenters? Like, yeah, yeah, a little bit of the Carpenters. Carly Simon. Carly Simon. Yeah. So, uh, Shania Twain. Whatever whatever came on the station V101, which is basically just all the soft rock. Shania Twain, Maroon Five, Eric Clapton. It's like the XM station, The Bridge. Yeah. When I was fourteen, my mom gave me her vinyl collection wow. and so that's, I, like, that's how i discovered well like my favorites like harry nielsen yeah. and uh <laughs> leonard cohen were yeah. there but she also has like laurie lieberman who you can't really find online really. like the older stuff or the carly simons the carol kings yeah. the Joni mitchells um, carol king yeah um all these so she had a lot of and like pure prairie league 
and yeah. and a lot of these great seventies folk yeah. rock songs, yeah, rock was, sounding stuff. Well, well, as well. What uh, we grew up falling asleep to was mostly eighties uh, to. 2000s. Well, so you're talking about classic rock. So uh, you guys, I'm a big fan of the eighties and sixties and seventies. Yeah. So Billy Joel. I love Billy, Billy Joel. Joel. I love. That's, uh, I'm I went, one of my favorites. I went to a concert by myself in Pittsburgh. That's Billy awesome. Joel. Just yeah. to see him. Yeah. I'm a big Billy Joel guy. I <laughs> love Elton John. Stairs. It was wonderful. <laughs> Randy Newman. I love yeah, Randy yeah, Newman. Yeah. I love Harry Randy Nielsen. Newman. A lot of like these. Uh, a lot of these piano-based rock songs that are also very heavily influenced Elton by Elton John. Uh, the the vaudevillian and the music hall genre. Right. I'm also a big Anglophile, so a lot of my stuff that I listen to is like either 60s, 70s, or 80s that came from England. Yeah. I was desperately trying to remember what Anglophile meant. And then you <laughs> said England, and I'm like, got it. There <laughs> it is. There it is. That's the So heart. you guys, do you, like, you like the Beatles then, too? Beatles? I spent yeah, really. a solid 10 years obsessing over nothing but the Beatles. Well, Beatles, wow. Beatles have written some of the greatest songs. I mean, they put out so much music in such a small amount of time. Yeah. Some some of the songs are duds. I mean, I think we can all admit, admit to that. I don't know, man. I, I'm pretty are, solid for every song. Just a, but a few, but you know, a lot of them are really great. But, uh, you know, I also am a big fan of, like, I guess what I call, like, the Woodstock kind yeah. of band. Like, yeah. Jimi Hendrix, James yeah. Joplin, Black Sabbath, I'm a huge they're trying, to, they're trying to bring that concert back. They yeah, are. They're going to do it in uh, they, Watkins Glen they, and uh, and back in... It's going to have a slightly different lineup. They're going to do, the, <laughs> do Watkins Glen, and they're also doing Bethel, New York. Yeah. So Live Nation's doing the Bethel, New York, and the original producer's doing Watkins, Watkins Glen. I'll try to buy a ticket from a bot uh, when I can. <laughs> Um, it's it's going to be yeah. time to get those original bands That's back, what I'm but. saying. Yeah, I don't I don't know what kind of music they're going to have there now. I hope it's something Stock similar. Esque. Yeah, but yeah, I sort of doubt. That, Wood it, it should be in the same vein as what Stock I'd love that. Stock well, I, what I was reading was that it's going to be... It, they want because they did the what Woodstock in the 90s. Yeah. yeah. And that was a big MTV commercial thing. And they <laughs> want it to be... They, uh, the article I was reading is that they're trying to make this one more um activist like, and yeah. more mm-hmm. conscience and, well, that and is, that, is, is, is that is that so that's back to basically what it's the were, initial right? roots that's where yeah. they're trying to get back that could to. be good for, but yeah well, maybe we'll, maybe we can get a spot on that show yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i feel like we'd be like completely opposite energy but we're maybe. putting out to the universe so here it comes please yeah what's permanent revolution give us a yeah. call permanent Listen revolution. To our music. we're bringing a revolution we're bringing yeah um, but yeah, bring in, yeah. Okay. yeah, in terms of the Beatles, I, I, from age, I'd say age 12 until now, but I, I like, I studied the Beatles religiously. Yeah, I know kids, the, uh, the Beatles anthology, yeah. the book and the, the, the DVD yeah. the, uh, set, the Brian Spitz, uh, biography about the Beatles. Yeah. Just combing through every album and when I was a kid I used to think that they were a kids band because of Yellow Submarine yeah. and all the guys because right. yeah. right. of all the LSD fuel because of all the acting in child's television shows that yeah. the ba- members I mean, of this band yeah, did we turned on the TV every this day and watched, and watched Ringo Starr like Shining Giant High Station, Station had Ringo Starr <laughs> yeah it did yeah that's this is true because that show Shining Time Station definitely was LSD Ringo's like I can relate to this I'll do your show I watched the lady from Greece is in it. I'll do I, that. I watched that show so much, and I was like, "Which what? show? The, 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 the Thomas the Tank Engine Thomas show, the Tank where their where their faces 
don't move except for like when they cut. And it has uh, the the girl from Greece, the lady, the. Uh, uh, Olivia Newton John? Uh, no. no. Uh, <laughs> who played Frenchie? And we're not talking about her. Oh, the girl uh, played Frenchie. Oh, uh, uh, Soccer Channing? No, Soccer Channing? The other, no, the other one. Oh. Um, forget what her name is. The uh, one with the crazy hair, the beauty school dropout. I don't. I actually yeah, don't. Yeah, that, that actually. I was in Greece when I was in seventh grade. I thought you were saying that. Was I. I was in that too. We, we, were, in we, were, we, were, in we were in Alice in Wonderland. We were in Alice in Wonderland. Actually, it was good for looking back. We guys, who, who, who were we? We played cards. We, we were recruited by the guy playing the king because uh, they needed okay. people to fill out the cast and they needed cards. So I was like the three of hearts and he was like the six of hearts or whatever. So no, we. Yeah. So we, we were twins, and it, it made it, sense it made, for worked, two cards well. to look the yeah. same. Gotcha. Um, but that wasn't a great experience, because you got, I think you guys know how actors are. Look. Hey, man, we I came like, in. Every, every name's Didi Khan, by the way. Oh, Didi Khan. Okay, we sorry. came in about... Um, we couldn't leave the audience hanging. We could not leave... Sorry, guys. Didi Khan. Um, we came in about two weeks before the show opened. The community theater show opened. Oh, uh, boy. So these kids, the they, were, they weren't... Uh, on board with us being there, I'd say. Uh oh. Yeah. Hello. Uh, yeah, the guy recruited us, and we were we were excited to do it, but they weren't that excited for us to come in. And also, do it. we were annoying in high school, <laughs> so that has something to do. With oh, it. I mean, who, so who isn't really? Yeah. Annoying, right? I I want to bring up if we bring up seventies actresses. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I th- and I are. think we are. We are. PJ Souls. Okay. PJ Souls from right. the movie, such movies as Rock and Roll High School. Yeah. 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 Carrie. Okay. Halloween. Halloween. I was gonna say. Um, who was in care? Who was who was she in care? care? She, was a, she was the blonde. Uh, she was the the, the popular. The, she was the no, blonde. Uh, well, like it's Chris, not it's not Chris a blonde friend, but like second to popular. The nice one was she the nice one? <laughs> she was like somewhat nice. They were all kind of mean. There's always one that's nice. But in, ha- in Halloween, she plays the more Halloween, uh, the old Halloween, the original Halloween. With, no, I watched. Yeah, yeah, I just watched the, the Halloween. original then, Halloween. Yeah. She uh, she plays she plays the, the, the flirty the flirty one. Yeah. Best friend, yeah. The, the one who's who's uh, with the boyfriend, right? The one who's yeah, fucking the, the guy. The she, yeah, exactly. Yeah, she the, plays that up, one upstairs in the pants. She's also in Stripes. She, she she's flirtatious with Bill Murray. She character. does, and then they both. Uh, spoiler alert: both of those <laughs> characters end up dying. Right. Yes. Spoiler alert: yes, in case you have Halloween, and but, he gets knifed to a wall, and, and she gets stuck right on. She Bill Murray. Bill Murray nails her, and he nails that kid to a wall. Is that why they called it Stripes? We don't know. You brought up PJ Souls. I, I figured this was going. Rock and Roll High School is one of my favorite yeah. movies of all times. What, what were you going to say? I thought, I thought this was just leading. So you had mentioned PJ Souls, and then I, you listed off the movie she was in. I didn't know. That rock and Roll High School. Culminating something. I just, I just always had a crush on her. I know no, she's I'm, a I'm, she's I'm, 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 my mother, probably. For me, right for, me it's, uh, for me, it's Karen Allen. Right now, understood. That's Karen Allen and in Animal House. Oh, oh! Uh, I mean, she's classic. Throw on my, throw on my heart. I grew up uh, liking Amanda Bynes. Well, uh, she's okay. Well, very, she's very attractive lady. Yeah. She's cute. Yeah. Y- you know, you know who looks the exact same? It's Hillary Duff. Still mm, looks the same. Still looks yeah. the exact same. She's in younger she's right now. Very attractive. Yeah. Sorry, how did we get on this? I don't know. We, we went on an 80s actor thing. This is the digressing podcast. This is, this is, um, <laughs> this is called the digressing podcast. So I guess, I guess to, uh, to wrap things up, I guess sure. what's next? What's next for us? Where are you guys so Luke, Luke's currently working um, uh, yeah, he's on a production of The Crucible. 
Um, with, so, his, with his company, right? Yeah, with Hunger Theater Company, which I haven't one. actually liked the audition I, for. I, I Arthur Miller's the cruise? Yeah, he's going to tackle that. Is he playing Crocker? No, he, he wants to play another huh? character, but um, they, uh, they're they going to audition soon. Oh. But, so Luke, Luke's, we, we've taken, um, we, Luke's taken a, uh, we're taking a little bit of a, a break, but uh, not, not too long of one. Like Luke's, I'm trying to look into a venue near me, uh, the bar Ethel's. I know the I know the guy who who runs that place, and mm-hmm. we might try to. We, Luke's poking, having us poke our heads to see, uh, try to change up the venues we're playing in. I, he wants to kind of get a change of scenery from oh, okay. the usual spots. Yeah. How, so, how are the new How are the venues going to differ? I'm just. I mean. I I'd say like Ethel's. If we could do Ethel's, that that bar is all retro themed, and that would be a great oh, yeah, venue for us. Yeah. Um, so that'll so, be sometime so, later this year. Yeah, oh, yeah. so hopefully sometime yeah. in the next couple months. So the next few months, we're gonna start rehearsing again and, sure. and kind That's of good. bring up bring up m- new material and like because yeah. this last concert, even though it was a promotional concert for all the stuff on the EP, yeah. we really actually showcased majority of new songs that uh, Aaron and I and a few other people were, had brought to the table. Yeah. So we, okay. we're using that concert. So I feel like we'll probably hash out some newer material. Oh, and I then thought of another question: Do you guys do covers at all? We have. We uh, so a lot of our concerts, we've actually done at least one con- uh, cover ad. We've done uh, the last one we did. Well, we, we, we've right, done Helter yeah. Skelter. Oh, nice. We've done Trash. Um, by the New York Dolls. Yeah. By the New York Dolls. Uh, what other songs we have did, we covered? We did Suffragette City by David Bowie. Yeah. Yeah. That um, was a lot of fun. We only did that once fun. though. I know that one. Bring that back. Um, and, uh, we did another song by the New York Dolls. Did a uh, personality crisis. Personality crisis. I tried to jump in, but I don't know the song. There were a couple of covers that we worked on that we didn't end up doing. Like we worked on Purple Rain at one point. Oh, nice. right yeah, Prince. we were hashing out Purple you, Rain. Right right after Prince I'm a you big guys, Pr- your Prince fan. I'm a huge Prince I fan. Prince, I love Prince. Prince has written some of the best of that Pur- of like R and B. That, that kind of stuff. 1999. I'm a fan of the artist. Uh, there he is. That's his 90 stuff is okay, but I'd like <laughs> 1999, Purple Rain, yeah. uh, Around the World in a Day. I Those like, three albums. We are grew solid. up. Yeah. We grew up listening to Falling Asleep to Soft Rock. I like Raspberry Beret. Beret. That's on Around the World in a Day. Or um, uh, Little Red Corvette. <laughs> That's on 1999. Yeah, that one's great. And look, and his and his influence obviously influenced us. The people he's influenced currently, you know, like like Janelle Monae is yeah, yeah, a prodigy yeah. of his. Yeah. And she's Janelle Monae. I, I saw in col- my sophomore year of college. She came to my college, and it was a, a the best thing I ever. Feel like I'll Joel tell you, that was an important night in my life. I. uh... I lost my virginity that oh, night. It was a good no. night. <laughs> I keep telling myself it'll, it'll happen one day. I know, Bill. You have Janelle Monet to thank for this. I do. I really do. It, wow. it was you a think, special uh, time. You should go watch all her movies now. I should have watched. We'll see. And, uh, I think there was one, there was one other cover that we did. Uh, we, did Midnight Mo- we did Midnight Moses. Uh, the Steve Carell movie? Yes, yeah. Midnight, Midnight Moses. Moses. We did that several times. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. That one's that's, a lot of fun. But that's that a song, song's a lot of fun. I feel like a lot of people don't know that song. No one knows that song, really. But <laughs> well, it's I a great song. Midnight Moses. One song I want us to cover. Luke has a few on his list of, of songs. And I want to do... Uh, 
um, a Pete Shelley song, even though sure. there's a uh, Pete Shelley cover uh, a yeah. tribute song that's about to, a tribute concert that's about to happen. Um, but there's a song called Homo Sapien. Oh yeah. Um, that I, it would be so much fun for us to cover. But we have we have a series I know the book of, Homo Sapien. So, uh, um, it's called Sapien. Uh, Homo Sapien too. Yeah. Um, we. We've talked about a bunch about different songs to cover. Yeah. A song that my, Some of the my father, yeah, my father recommended we do a song by uh, Nina Simone. Yeah, and I, and I listened to which it. one? Oh, Runner Man. Yeah, Runner Man. Yeah, yeah that that'd be <laughs> oh, intense. Like that'd be an intense one. Very out of genre for us. We'd obviously cut it down, but yeah. we'd have like, to this find fits a... you guys really well. I was like, yeah, probably. And yeah, and then we talked about the remotes. We talked about Pet Cemetery. Yeah, yeah, Pet Cemetery. Luke wants to do Pet Cemetery, which I'd love to do. Pet Cemetery. I'm always throwing different like all right. Let's cover this song. Let's cover this song. <laughs> it's it. usually eighties influence. Do it. Yeah. Um, that was a big genre. That was a big decade for music. For yeah, me, for it sure. was. People yeah. trash yeah. on the eighties all the time because they all they see is like ABC and like that, like glossy, like yeah, sure, that right. glossy, uh, uh, either hair metal or glossy, like it's Tom Way. Yeah. Hey. You, can, you can find you can hey. find like bad examples of music in any. Right. Like, no. just gotta, like, look, if you, you look know, at like the innovation right now, yeah. oh my god! If you look at Please. the innovation between the late seventies with Eno and Bowie and Kraftwerk and all that, leading into the eighties, it's it's one of the most innovative, varied decades in music <laughs> ever. And I keep on finding new material that I fall in love with every yeah. day. In that this decade. isn't this isn't necessarily one of the songs you might cover, but you had hip hop and rap coming up really, and then too. Yeah, of course. Out of the disco. If you want, what hip hop rap song would you want us to cover? Hip hop rap song. I don't know. Um, Put on the spot. I know the talk on this podcast. (laughs) Um, How about fuck the police? (laughs) Fuck the police. Yeah, I could see Luke doing that. I could see him. I don't know. Should we do uh, rappers delight? Wait, maybe, maybe. Uh, something. something maybe it's something from the R and B area when it was roots, transferring over. Roots dish, maybe. Love the roots, dude. Love the roots. We, the roots. we saw the roots. West. You saw? We saw oh, the roots. We saw them in Atlantic. Taco One of the, work. We saw them in Atlantic City. Like the at the at the um, showboat. Showboat. The, oh, the hard rocks. You know, Run DMC and um, do them too. You know, well, Run DMC and then there's the metal band. Uh, um, Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> well, no, that's no. There's the metal band. Um, what's Black Sabbath. I would oh. love. Oh my god. It's, I think uh, we have talked about doing war picks. <laughs> it's a co- um. What's oh, yeah, it's, 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 it shares the thinking. It shares the same title as the comedy variety show that Jim Carrey. In oh, living, living color. color. There's, yeah, yeah. there's a band called In Living yeah, Color. Yeah. That's like great, like yeah, rock, great. rock rap going on. So Faith No More. Faith No More yeah. has like if we ever did. Uh, we have talked about Faith No More. I would love. If we, we ever do, um, what's the song? Um, uh, epic. Yeah, if we ever do Epic, that'd be a fantastic. So, band. Would, you, would you ever be able to do like the Beastie Boys on a song? Like that? I think Beastie Boys would be fun. I mean. That would be. Would it be tough? I I I would get to do sabotage would just be so much fun. It would just be, be <laughs> It's time for sabotage. That's fun. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I go sleep to Brooklyn would be a good one. Oh you know. no! Yeah. Sleep no. to no Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, that would be a good one. My uh my old roommate used to just walk around. We we lived in Brooklyn. He would walk around singing that, and then I I saw it in the movie. Uh, What's that cartoon with the the rabbit oh, gets taken? 
Watership Down? No. It's not Zootopia, it's the other one. Where the the rabbit Zootopia the cop, that, that one's Zootopia is where she she's the cop bunny. No, but, but the other one where like the pets are all stolen. Uh, uh, Secret Life of Secret Life pets? of Pets? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No Sleep Till Brooklyn is in I, the See, I saw that movie, yeah. I don't remember that. It's like no Sleep Till no Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I whenever whenever it's late night and I just like doing a long drive. I'm like, no, sleep <laughs> till Brooklyn. Yeah, because you're going over a bridge. Anytime you're going over a bridge or under a tunnel. Yeah. Perfect it's, it's, tunnel. And you, you only get that song if you like spend a vast amount of time in New Jersey or in uh, New York. In Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> in New York. It's going to say New Jersey. And, uh, like, you well, only it, sounds get- like, it sounds like we all have spent a lot of time in Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> we have. Yeah. We, we rehearse a lot. We've been rehearsing at this place called The Sweatshop. Yeah, because um, mm. that's a good <laughs> yes, um, which is in East Williamsburg. It's actually near the a gig I used to work. Um, it's Alice in Wonderland theme gig I used to work. Oh, nice. But that's a big thing for bands in general. That's it's why you asked. Ele- electronic or uh, not electronic, but in general, bands who are amplified. Yeah. You can't really just rehearse in an apartment right. without like if you have an electric guitar or something like that. Yeah. So you, you need that. to find rehearsal spaces. We had complaints over our dog. So I think right. maybe yeah. uh, I think maybe we, we get were. It. He gets it. I, I get it. So. So yeah, finding rehearsal spaces is always a thing. It's that tough. Band, it, 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 is it a being in a band is a financial investment. Yeah, it's a financial investment, and it's a challenge to find the space and then have everybody get there at that Scheduling time. Scheduling is always a thing. The only way I know how to relate is an improv team or a sketch team. It's a financial investment and yeah. scheduling. And you got Yep, and you just gotta you hope that everyone shows up. Hope that everyone shows up. <laughs> now, when you would so you would book the room, but then when someone I'd book this room, everybody yeah. would memo you back. Yeah, if they showed up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the way that no, not if they showed up, you're pay due, so oh, okay. you're, you're locked in what the team does. And and one thing with us as a band, um, over time, like Lucas, so Luke initially assembled us, so he felt like he owed us as musicians, so right. he like he yeah, he, 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 he compensated us. Yeah, yeah. And over time, we've all kind of, and this takes how we've all taken ownership and as the band and that was all back. this is a joint project yeah, rather, than his, rather than a dream project of one individual it's yeah. a mm-hmm. everyone we're personally very much invested in the outcome yeah. of this band wow. we're all putting in yeah. our piles wow. and then wow. throwing throwing that That's in great. there so no any shows coming up in the really near future uh, we don't have anything just a lot of we don't, we don't have anything booked as of right of now because we're taking a little time after practicing and a lot of um but We'll yeah. ho- hopefully probably have something scheduled come February March. Yeah, that's, I mean, I'm hopeful. So I want I want to keep <laughs> probably March. Or, you know. Probably some right, March well, so we could get some time to rehearse. Let yeah. us know so we can. Yeah, let us, I'm, no, I'm coming to the now. next one. Oh, yeah. 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 I'll be I'll be in full makeup and I'll that's and, and uh, just staring you down like. Ah! That's great. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and with your hair going out in all different directions, exactly. I love it. Yeah. Can we tack on a song after this? Yeah, of course. So yeah, we like we have, we're on band. You can find us on Spotify, yeah. Bandcamp, Apple, and Apple Store. Yep. YouTube. YouTube. The, name, YouTube. the name again, so everybody. The knows. Permanent Revolution. Do you have a preference of what song we can tack on? Yeah. Uh, I mean, song? if if I think we might be thinking the same thing, I'm maybe probably falling for it. If you're down with falling that, boys, yeah. I think I think I'll that one. If, I, if, if this, since this, since I'm since we're the ones who showed up to this podcast, sure. I'm going to weed in my personal favorite. Yeah, that one to me has the best elements of kind of I think everything that we're pulling from the whole as far of our yeah. And what I like, I I got to add some cool.
cool sound effects a- after the fact with this one. So like yeah. the wind, the 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 clip from War of War the Worlds, World. yeah, yeah. A little nice, like cool. little little synth stuff. From War of the World. It's just so, a small segment that you'll hear. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Right well, in the top, right in the beginning. Thankfully, yeah, that was uh, listen to that. It was copyrighted, uh, copyright free. Public domain. You look on the public domain. I had, a, I had a, at first I, I didn't think it was, but then I found that. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's it's almost a hundred years old. That clip. Yeah. I mean, well, that's public domain by yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. AC Wells is long gone. AC Wells is long. I mean, hell, but like you look at um, James Joyce's estate. Yeah. Kate Bush had a hard time. I was just reading about how she had a hard time uh, doing a passage for her album in the 90s Central World because the great grandson or the grandson yeah. of uh, James Joyce re- refused to let her do a wow. passage. Wow. Well, your favorite band, the Beatles, just got uh, their music back from yeah. Michael Jackson. Yes. Right? Did uh, you <laughs> Did you have it? So for and this is gonna come out. So my dad already knows. But for his birthday, I bought him all the MP3s of that remastered White album. That, oh uh, yeah, Giles Martin is doing. So I, I never, I haven't, I haven't gone through it yet. So it's really cool if you go on the website. But that, that's on my Amazon or something. Yeah. Right, so everybody that's go listen to the list. White album and then <laughs> all the demos and all the Escher. Because they've done that with all the albums all, yeah. now. Like so now they're doing the 50th anniversary yeah. for them all. Yeah. Because it went so well with uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. So. Yeah. It was. That that's was a long title. Sounds like I'm trying to get through it. I'm actually on so much LSD. I gotta write down this whole title. Are you sure you want to make this the, the, the album title? I gotta say this whole thing. Sergeant <laughs> Lonely Hearts Club Band. <laughs> well, uh, right, well, thank you guys so yeah, much for being here. Much. Yeah, thank you guys. Uh, this is a lot of fun. Thanks for showing up. I, uh, it's not that nobody else from the band showed up. It's that I only know you two. So you were, we were <laughs> the chosen ones. You were the chosen ones. But, uh, luckily, you, luckily know from, so. you know us from Theater World. I know I'm from the Theater World. We almost did a Rocky Horror thing. Almost did Rocky Horror together, and then I, um, I used Brandon as an actor. Who were you going to be in Rocky Horror, though? I was going to be... Were you going to be Were you going to be Riffraff? Or were you going to be Brian? No, is <laughs> no, we were just ensemble. No, I was ensemble. I was the car. Yeah, we. Yeah, you were the, the car, and I was like okay, the seat. Yep. Yeah, because the, the, the main we cast had already been assembled. Oh, for, and then, and then it never like, happened so because of Fox. I was, I was in 20th Rocky, Century Fox and a season to sit. I was yeah. in Rocky Horror, like just the Rocky Horror show. Yeah. when I was like different, seventeen. Different than the movie. Yeah, a lot different. Yeah, I was, I was Eddie, so I was Meatloaf. I came oh on, God, I sang the song, and I got killed. I was very happy with that. That's, a, that's a great, it's one of the best roles in the movie. It is. It's it's my favorite it character is Columbia, though. Oh, oh yeah. Columbia's yeah. fantastic. My <laughs> dream... Having a think. My dream is to be... Columbia? Meatloaf in oh. the future. Like, I I love Bad Out of Hell. I yeah. love all Jim Steinman stuff. We're gonna go all the way tonight. Tonight we're gonna go all the way. I did. I did a meatloaf cover at a, a concert. Awesome. Oh, oh, I could see you being meatloaf. Like meatloaf is. Awesome. Uh, it's my. I would do anything for love. Is my go-to karaoke song. Wow. <laughs> I would do, do anything for love. I would do anything for love. Did we ever find out what that is? No. There's a whole sporkle quiz this about is, what he this, will do. And there, the only thing what he won't the do The only thing that, that he won't do is that. I'll tell you, the answer's in the song if you listen to the lyrics. At the end, she asks him, like, will you basically, will you cheat, cheat on me? Will you do all these things? And he says, no, I won't do that. So he'll do. He'll build her all these things. He'll 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 make her fall in love. Do everything and for her. But he, he won't. Things, he won't, won't cheat on her for love. Well, you wow. heard it here first. Uh, Meatloaf won't cheat on her for love. Wow. Yeah. 
about that. You just have you know to listen to the, the whole like twelve minute version of the song <laughs> in order to get to, and to I, find and out. And I don't, so that's fine. <laughs> um, well, thank you guys for being here. This thank was a lot you, of yeah. fun. Thank you. you and, um, we'll tack that song on. We'll tack it on. I guess here it is. Yeah. So here it is. Voila. We know now that as human beings busied themselves about their various concerns, they were scrutinized and studied, perhaps almost as narrowly as a man with a microscope might scrutinize the transient creatures that swarm and multiply in a drop of water. Everything's fine 